Hi, Dave Emery here. This is For the Record Program number 1193, the Oswald Institute of Virology, Part 12, COVID-19 and the American Deep State, Part 4. This is being recorded on July 21st of the year 2021. Now, uh, first of all, four things. A, <laughs> I know I lied. I said I was going to begin a long series about uh, the history of modern China. Uh, I'm going to be doing that, beginning that next week, barring unforeseen circumstances. But there were a couple of things in the news that I think were not only important, but uh, warrant a continuation of the Oswald Institute of Virology series. Now, first of all, uh, before getting into that, three quick items. There are three links at the top of each program description and at the top of each Food for Thought post. One of those links will enable you to subscribe to the comments that are uh, put up on the website, mostly by our expert contributing editor Terrafractal, although not exclusively. Another of the links will enable you to subscribe to the podcast that is being put out uh, of For the Record by Sister Station WFMU. And the other third link will enable you to get the 32-gigabyte flash drive with all of my life's work on that. Uh, that is available for a nominal contribution, tax-deductible, to Sister Station KFJC. Now, uh, this program is a continuation of the Oswald Institute of Virology series, the reference being to the framing, the setting up, I believe, of the Wuhan Institute of Virology to take the fall for the lab leak theory uh, in much the same fashion as Lee Harvey Oswald was set up by the CIA to take the fall for the assassination of JFK. He was a left cover intelligence operative infiltrated first into the Soviet Union, then into pro-Castro-Cuban circles, although actually working for anti-Castro-Cuban elements, and then he was framed for JFK's murder and killed himself before he could mount an effective defense. In a, an analogous fashion, I believe the Oswald Institute of Virology, uh, that is my nickname for the Wuhan Institute of Virology, was set up to take the fall for the lab leak theory in the COVID-19 op. Now that is one hell of a lot to uh, assimilate in one sitting, which is why this is the 12th such sitting in which I am asking you to assimilate it, with, I realize, a lot of repetition. There will be some of that in this one as well. When you are being subjected to an onslaught of rhetorical fresh fertilizer along the lines of what we are being uh, dealt, uh, I think a, a certain amount of repetition is in order in order to counteract all of that BS. Now, there were a couple of items that I think illustrate uh, very clearly not only how the 
quote, lab leak theory, unquote, is being framed from a propaganda standpoint. But I think the operations of the American deep state, in which not only is a propaganda meme that was begun under the Trump administration and is now being carried over into the, quote, respectable, unquote, Biden administration, and is thereby gaining credibility. Recall that, uh, as we looked at in a Vanity Fair article, uh, Initially, people who were pushing the lab leak theory were told to shut up because uh, it would open, quote, a can of worms, unquote, or a Pandora's box, unquote, uh, that would highlight, among other things, American financing of that research. They didn't mention that that financing came in considerable measure from both the Pentagon and the USAID, a State Department subsidiary that often functions as a CIA front organization, and and that the main vehicle for that funding was the EcoHealth Alliance, whose primary funding sources are the aforementioned Pentagon and USAID, and one of whose top advisors is David Franz, the former commanding officer of Fort Detrick. Uh, I would have noted also that in an unfortunate blast from the past, Michael R. Gordon, a journalist who was flogging the Saddam Hussein, has weapons of mass destruction meme in the run-up to the Iraq war, helped to justify that war, and also Philip Zelikow, Zeliko, excuse me, uh, who not only was the primary figure in the 9-11 investigating commission, uh, a commission that had so many omissions uh, alleged to be systematic by, among others, Peter Dale Scott, uh, that one could, I think, fairly call that commission the Omission Commission. Now, Philip Zellico is going to be, is heading up a commission that is going to investigate the origins of COVID-19, including the lab leak theory. It was that same Philip Zellico who also was the main author of a paper that translated into effective policy the national security recommendations that were made by the Project for a New American Century. Uh, both Michael R. Gordon and Philip Zellico, I believe, illustrate the American deep state, and we are once again seeing them in uh, a new venue, namely the Lab Leak Theory Theater. Now, uh Two articles that I think really indicate not only the functioning of the American deep state and why it is so effective, but I think, frankly, at the risk of seeming a little harsh or a little dark or a little too cynical or pessimistic, I think they also illustrate uh, what uh, the... Famed journalist Edward R. Murrow was quoting, was quoted as observing, quote, a nation of sheep will beget a government of wolves. And uh, I'm sorry to say I think this is a nation of sheep. If that sounds like an overly harsh analysis, well, stay tuned. We're going to begin with an article from KTVZ Television. Uh, this is from KTVZ.com. From July 16th of 2021, the news source is CNN News Source. And the journalists are Natasha Bertrand, Pamela Brown, Katie Bo Williams, and Zachary Cohen. The title of the story, Senior Biden Officials 
finding that COVID-19 lab leak theory as credible as natural origins explanation, unquote. It reads in part, Senior Biden administration officials overseeing an intelligence review into the origins of the coronavirus now believe the theory that the virus accidentally escaped from a lab in Wuhan is at least as credible as the possibility that it emerged naturally in the wild, a dramatic shift from a year ago when Democrats publicly downplayed the so-called lab leak theory. Still, more than halfway into President Joe Biden's renewed 90-day push to find answers, the intelligence community remains firmly divided over whether the virus leaked from the Wuhan lab or jumped naturally from animals to humans in the wild, multiple sources familiar with the probe told CNN. Interrupting briefly, uh, what they are not uh, discussing is what I turned in the last program in this series, the 800-pound gorilla in the room, and we are not being permitted to uh, contemplate that in the way the rhetorical uh, landscape is being manicured, and that is that it was a laboratory-created virus that didn't escape from a lab. It was deliberately vectored in China and elsewhere as part of the anti-China uh, full-court press that I have been covering since the fall of 2019, and uh, we'll talk more about that a little later. Uh, resuming again with the last paragraph. Still, more than halfway into President Joe Biden's renewed 90-day push to find answers, the intelligence community remains firmly divided over whether the virus leaked from the Wuhan lab or jumped naturally from animals to humans in the wild, multiple sources familiar with the protocol CNN. Little new evidence has emerged to move the needle in one direction or another, these people said. But the fact that the lab leak theory is being seriously considered by top Biden officials is noteworthy and comes amid a growing openness to the idea, even though most scientists who study coronaviruses and who have investigated the origins of the pandemic see the evidence strongly supports a natural origin. Current intelligence reinforces the belief that the virus most likely originated naturally from animal-human contact and was not deliberately engineered, the sources said. But that does not preclude the possibility that the virus was the result of an accidental leak from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, where coronavirus research was being conducted on bats, although many scientists familiar with the research say such a leak is unlikely. Skipping down. As more U.S. officials have come to see the lab leak theory as credible, their tone toward Beijing has also become firmer. Days after Biden announced the renewed probe, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters that the administration had been pressuring Chinese officials through diplomatic channels to allow international investigators full access to the data China collected in the early days of the outbreak. As the review has progressed, however, the White House has begun making public threats as well. 
National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan warned Beijing of potential consequences last month, telling Fox News that China will face, quote, isolation in the international community, unquote, if it does not cooperate with probes moving forward. He told CNN's State of the Union that same day that, quote, if it turns out that China refuses to live up to its international obligations, we will have to consider our responses at that point. A source familiar with the ongoing review said that several top administration officials, including Sullivan, view the accidental lab leak theory as equally plausible to the natural origins theory. Intelligence agencies that were skeptical of the lab leak theory a year ago, like the CIA, also now view it as a credible line of inquiry, this person said. There has been a shift in their point of view, this person added. Uh, I would add that Jake Sullivan um, is a national security advisor. He has no background, I think it's safe to say, in any of the scientific disciplines that would uh, bear on the situation, virology, uh, molecular or microbiology, epidemiology, uh, or anything along those lines. He is, of course, a national security official. The chief of intelligence, the director of national intelligence, under Joe Biden is Avril Haynes, an avowed China hawk, about whom we'll say uh, more in just a minute. Uh, I do think it is worth uh, noting, however, that uh, Sullivan has no scientific expertise, but yet he is being quoted uh, as now we think that's just as likely a theory. That obviously is not something based on any sort of scientific perspective that he has. I would also note that he's warning Beijing of potential consequences, uh, telling Fox News, worth noting who he's, uh, the venue on which he is expressing this, telling Fox News that China will face, quote, isolation in the international community, unquote. Well, that is exactly what I believe the COVID-19 op is intended to do, as well as generating uh, sentiment favorable to war in the U.S. I've been talking about what I believe the primary motivation of the COVID-19 op was really since February of last year. And, quote, isolation in the international community is a primary goal of the COVID-19 op, in my opinion. Now, note the following. This is from Politico.com's website. That is a uh, sort of middle of the or what would have been viewed as middle of the road Republican. Now they view this liberals, i.e. an Eisenhower or George Bush Republican. This is from Politico.com of July 9th of 2021. It is by Alice Miranda Olstein, capital O-double-L-S-T-E-I-N. Quote, Politico Harvard poll, most Americans believe COVID leaked from lab, unquote. Now notice why they believe this. Most Americans now believe that the coronavirus leaked from a laboratory in China, according to a new political Harvard poll that found a dramatic shift in public perception of COVID-19's origins over the last year. U.S. adults were almost twice as likely to say the virus was the result of a lab leak in China than human contact with an infected animal, which many scientists believe is the most likely scenario. 
The poll findings show that, was one, that what was once a fringe belief held mainly among some on the political right has become accepted by most Republicans as well as most Democrats amid heightened scrutiny of the lab leak theory. Scrutiny really means publicity. Professor Robert Blinden of Harvard said Democrats likely became more receptive to the idea after President Joe Biden's recent order that intelligence agencies investigate the virus's origin and comments from Anthony Fauci, the White House chief medical officer, that it's worth digging into. Fauci and other scientists have cautioned the answer may never be known definitively. But, quote, that the president thought there was enough evidence to ask intelligence agencies to put together a report sends a signal to Democrats that there might be something there, unquote, Blendon said. Uh, that basically is what I have been pointing out, that we are basically seeing uh, something that was begun by the Trump administration now being made, quote, respectable, unquote, by the, quote, respectable Biden administration. Uh, before we return to the lab leak theory and a uh, pas de deux uh, about uh, what is uh, taking place with regard to uh, the propagation of same, I would note that, um, the again, the director of national intelligence at the moment is Avril Haynes. And Avril Haynes was uh, one of the participants in Event 201. We've been talking about this for a long time. Uh, event 201 was, was something we have spoken of again since February of 2020. Uh, specifically, uh, a very interesting detail about this comes from an article called Novel Coronavirus, the latest pandemic scare, unquote, by Dr. Joseph Merkula, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, from the Merkula from his blog, Merkula, again from February 4th of 2020. Now, what is interesting is that in October, specifically on October 18th, 2019, the same day that the military world games began in Wuhan, one of the uh, events I suspect that may have been used to vector uh, not only Wuhan, but I think the Athletes themselves at that event were uh, deliberately vectored to help spread it. Uh, note the following, however. Again, this is October 18, 2019, as Merkel writes. Equally curious is the fact that the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security, the World Economic Forum, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation sponsored a novel coronavirus Pandemic Preparedness Exercise on October 18, 2019 in New York called Event 201. And this was about a deadly global coronavirus-caused pandemic. Again, this is October of 2019. As reported by Forbes magazine of December 12, 2019, quote, the experts ran through a carefully designed, detailed simulation of a new fictional viral illness called CAPS or coronavirus acute pulmonary syndrome. This was modeled after previous epidemics like SARS and MERS. 
Again, that was October of 2019. One of the key participants in this event was April Abel Haynes, excuse me, who is now the director of national intelligence. She was deputy director of the CIA under Obama, and is now uh, on top of the intelligence roost, so to speak. She is director of national intelligence under Joe. Biden, and she is an avowed China hawk, as we have seen. We are repeating the articles in which we presented that documentation in the written description for this uh, program, which will be uh, available presently. Uh, I'm not going to bother going into those. We've covered those in many. But again, notice what we are supposed to believe is a coincidence. In October of 2019, there is Event 201 in which They just happened to be talking about a global, deadly coronavirus-caused pandemic. Well, I think it is a reach to view that as a coincidence uh, that just exactly such a deadly coronavirus pandemic uh, did indeed occur within a matter of a couple of months. And uh, the degree of coincidence between the onset of the uh, pandemic, uh, first detected in any significant way in Wuhan, China, although there were reports coming out of Spain uh, from analyzing sewage samples that there was a the virus was detected in March of 2019, and from Italy in September of 2019. But again, I, I think you know the type of work that I do is is generally denigrated as conspiracy theory. I think to believe that, once again, let me, let me reread this again from the Merkle blog of February 4th of 2020, novel coronavirus, the latest pandemic uh, scare. As reported by Forbes magazine, the experts ran through a carefully designed, detailed simulation of a new fictional viral illness called CAPS, or Coronavirus Acute Pulmonary Syndrome. This was modeled after previous epidemics like SARS and MERS. And by the way, we had Moderna uh, that was uh, working on its mRNA vaccines uh, to counteract SARS and MERS and was able to pivot within a few days to the uh, mRNA vaccine for SARS-CoV-2 once the genome was published. That is, I think, to to view this as a coincidence that, yep, we have uh, event 201 in October of 2019 with the aforementioned Abel Haynes, a very important individual, now director of national intelligence and an avowed China hawk as a participant. And lo and behold, yep, now the uh, lab leak theory is being viewed as just as likely as a natural origin uh, theory, and what we are not being permitted to consider is whether or not this was developed as a biological weapon, as I believe it was, and uh, in, again, uh, for the record, 1192, I cited that as the 800-pound gorilla in 
the room. Another thing Dr. Merkel points out is the terminology uh, he writes in that same blog. Forbes also refers to the fictional pandemic as disease X, unquote, the same designation used by the Telegraph in its January 24, 2020 video report called Could This Coronavirus Be Disease X? And uh, that is the same terminology that uh, Peter Bashek used in an op-ed column that was carried in the New York Times in February of 2020, in which he said, we knew disease X was coming, and yep, here it is. And that, is, again, is the same uh, Peter Bashek who was, uh, is in charge of the Eco Health Alliance, about which I have spoken so often, and initially helped to direct the investigation away from a lab-generated virus. Now we're being told it was a lab leak, that maybe it leaked from the Wuhan lab. That um, op-ed column by Peter Bashek, by the way, we knew disease X was coming, it's here now. Something that I pointed out in our last program in a Bloomberg news article about Danielle Anderson, an Australian national who was the only uh, foreign researcher in the Wuhan lab, according to uh, that article. Uh, she mentioned she is a member of an international panel that is investigating the virus's origins, and she discussed at some length how uh, she has been threatened and other other uh, virologists have been threatened, and uh, so much so that they have filed police reports. I have wondered whether that might perhaps be part of a the same propaganda campaign that, uh, again, uh, as the CNN news source and the KTVZ.com article, senior Biden officials finding that COVID-19 lab leak theory is credible as natural origins explanation, and yep, the American people right on uh, right on cue. Uh, they fifty-two percent of them now believe in the lab leak theory, as though the average American would know jack. At this point, the average American couldn't tell a dirt road from a chicken with lips. I'm sorry to say, which is something that was. Uh, deliberately intended. It is more than a little interesting to see uh, discussion of uh, the entire uh, the COVID-19 origin being steered in the direction of the lab leak theory by the, quote, respectable Biden administration. I will point out, too, that there has been actually a fair amount of discussion about the Vanity Fair article that uh, we have used in, uh, for the record, program number 11, 88, 89, and 90. However, they failed to talk about the fact that the Trump administration initially suppressed, when they were investigating the origins of the virus, discussion of the lab leak theory was suppressed because they felt that it would, again, open up a can of worms, unquote, or a Pandora's box, unquote, and highlight American funding of that research. Uh, something to, uh, by the way, the 
Bloomberg News article about Danielle Anderson from Bloomberg News of June 27th of 2021 by Michelle Faye Cortez, the last and only foreign scientist in the Wuhan lab, speaks out. One of the dozen experts appointed to an international task force in November to study the origins of the virus, Anderson hasn't sought public attention, especially since being targeted by U.S. extremists in early 2020 after she exposed false information about the pandemic posted online. And something that I think is more than a little relevant too, and that is something that we pointed out in uh, for the record 1174. In uh, President Eisenhower's very famous, uh, in his farewell speech in which he warned about the the, the unwarranted influence, as he put it, of the military-industrial complex. He also uh, signed up another warning that didn't get that much uh, publicity. Uh, we spoke about this in For the Record 1174. It was reported in an excellent book about the JFK assassination, Into the Nightmare, My Search for the Killers of John F. Kennedy and Officer J.B. Tippett by Joseph McBride from the High Power Press, softcover, and the Eisenhower reported one of the many prescient observations in President Eisenhower's 1961 farewell speech warning about the dangers of the military-industrial complex was a, quote, a government contract becomes virtually a substitute for intellectual curiosity. The prospect of domination of the nation's scholars by federal employment project allocations and the power of money is ever-present and is gravely to be regarded. Well, in that regard, uh, note that one of the major sponsors of Event 201 in October, October 18th of 2019, which, lo and behold, warned about this an exercise, a preparedness exercise, what would happen if there was a, glo- a deadly global coronavirus-caused pandemic? One of the sponsors of that, as noted by Dr. Merkula, is the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security. Uh, and he notes again in that same blog, Johns Hopkins University is the biggest recipient of research grants from federal agencies, including the National Institutes of Health, National Science Foundation, and Department of Defense, and has received millions of dollars in research grants from the Gates Foundation. In 2016, Johns Hopkins spent more than $2 billion on research projects, leading all U.S. universities in research spending for the 38th year in a row. If research funded by federal agencies such as the Department of Defense or Health and Human Services is classified as being performed, quote, in the interest of national security, unquote, it is exempt from Freedom of Information Act requests. Research conducted under the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, or BARDA, is completely shielded from FOIA requests by the public. Additionally, agencies may deny Freedom of Information Act requests and withhold information if government officials conclude that shielding it from public view, quote, protects trade secrets and commercial or financial information which could harm the competitive posture or business interests of a community. And I think in addition to the uh, lab leak theory, uh, 
uh, in addition, I should say, uh, to intimidation of virologists, I think the fact that uh, the gravy train, uh, certainly uh, vis-a-vis the origins of the virus, is being managed by the very interests that, in my opinion, were helped to... uh, drive the research that led to the publication of the various uh, papers leading to the uh, publication of the genome, as we have looked at in that uh, June 19th, 2018 article from the Guardian by Ian Sample. Once the genome of a mammalian virus is published, then it can be recreated from scratch. And that is something to uh, take note of. Now, uh, note that the contention by the Biden administration and Jake Sullivan uh, that yet the lab leak theory is uh, viewed as uh, altogether credible, that has not gone unanswered by the uh, Chinese. And uh, they have uh, noted the following in the bulletin from Atomic Scientists uh, from July 16th of 2021 by Yanzhong, Y-A-N-Z-H-O-N-G, Wang, H-U-A-N-G. After the lab leak theory, U.S.-Chinese relations head downhill. And talks about the lab leak theory driving U.S.-Chinese relations even further downhill. Uh, Note the following, though. Quote, what secrets are hidden in the suspicion-shrouded Fort Dietrich and the over 200 U.S. biolabs all over the world, Mr. Zhao asked reprovingly when commenting after Biden announced the intelligence review. In China, officials have pointed that the U.S. failure to publicize information about or accept an investigation of its own biodefense program, something that the government spokesperson cited as an example of having a guilty conscience Unquote. And again, uh, as President Eisenhower warned, quoted in uh, the Joseph McBride book, Eisenhower warned that, quote, a government contract becomes virtually a substitute for intellectual curiosity. The prospect of domination of the nation's scholars by a substitute the prospect of domination of the nation's scholars by federal employment, project allocations, and the power of money is ever-present and is gravely to be regarded. So with the threats against virologists that were uh, voiced by, among others, Danielle Anderson, and the fact that the gravy train uh, certainly uh, is... Uh, basically being, uh, is leaving Washington, D.C. and traveling around the country, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of uh, serious intellectual curiosity vis-a-vis uh, what we are being told. Now, uh, note again, uh, with uh, the call by uh, Jake Sullivan for China to open up its records and so forth. Uh, there was an article from KHN-TV. To the Batcave, in search of COVID's origins, scientists reignite polarizing debate on Wuhan lab leak. This from May 19th of 2021. U.S.-China tensions will make it very difficult to conclude any study scientists on both sides of the issue suggest. With their anti-China rhetoric, Trump and his aides, quote, could not have made it more difficult to get cooperation, unquote, said Dr. Gerald 
Kloish, K-E-U-S-C-H, Associate Director of the National Emerging Infectious Diseases Laboratory Institute at Boston University. If the disease had emerged from the U.S. and the Chinese blamed the Pentagon and demanded access to the data, what would we say, Kloish asked. Would we throw out the red carpet? Come on over to Fort Detrick and the Rocky Mountain Lab. We'd have done exactly what the Chinese did, which is say, screw you. And note, too, that uh, Anthony Fauci is viewed as one of the people who has basically uh, given the lab leak theory uh, gravitas, as uh, noted again in that same article from KHN, in 2012, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who leads National Institute of Health's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, came out in support of a moratorium on such research, namely gain-of-function research, posing a hypothetical scenario involving a poorly trained scientist in a poorly regulated lab. Quote, in an unlikely but conceivable turn of events, what if that scientist becomes infected with the virus, which leads to an outbreak and ultimately triggers a pandemic? Fauci wrote, and uh, noting, as we have from a Daily Mail article from the UK of May 23rd of 2021, uh, Fauci himself in 2014 approved a grant to EcoHealth Alliance designated for research into, quote, understanding the risk of bat coronavirus emergence, unquote. The project involved collaborating with researchers at the Wuhan Institute of Virology to study coronaviruses in bats and the risk of potential transfer to humans. Uh, so note again, uh, when, when you've got uh, Event 201 with Abel Haynes, now the Director of National Intelligence, as among the key participants, and they just happen to have a preparedness exercise for a deadly coronavirus-caused pandemic, a global deadly pandemic, uh, a coronavirus-caused pandemic, uh, and now you have the, just such a pandemic just amazingly, materializes out of uh, the clear blue. And then you've got uh, people uh, like uh, Jake Sullivan is really something of a sound, he's more a sounding board. Uh, I would add that uh, Fauci himself, he's a bit more to the right wing, and uh, people like Rand Paul, I don't think he is necessarily conspiratorial involved, but he did indeed advance the scenario of a lab leak theory nine years ago, and also helped to uh, sign off on research done by EcoHealth Alliance, again, whose chief funding sources are Pentagon and CIA, into just such research through the Oswald Institute of Virology. And remembering, again, uh, key, uh, key elements from the article by Ian Sample from The Guardian of June 19th of 2018, Synthetic Biology Raises Risk of New Bioweapons, U.S. Report Warns, and the chairman of this was Michael Imperioli. Advances in the area of synthetic biology mean that scientists now have the capability to recreate dangerous viruses from scratch, make harmful bacteria more deadly, and modify common microbes so that they turn out lethal toxins once they enter the body. In the report, the scientists describe how synthetic biology, which gives researchers precision tools to manipulate living organisms, quote, enhances 
and expands, unquote, opportunities to create bioweapons. Again, quoting, Today, the genetic code of almost any mammalian virus can be found online and synthesized. The technology to do this is available now, said Michael Imperiali. It requires some expertise, but it is something that is relatively easy to do. And that is why it pops the list. And once the research that was financed through EcoHealth Alliance, among other things, at Wuhan Institute of Virology and elsewhere in China, leads to the publication of papers on that research, including the genomes of relevant viruses. They can be printed up from scratch and or uh, genetically modified in order to uh, basically fill the bill. And that is what I think the... uh, That's why I have turned this series the Oswald Institute of Virology. Now we've got Jake Sullivan uh, saying, well, I think the lab lab leak theory is at least as credible as the natural origins uh, theory. No discussion at all of uh, the 800-pound gorilla in the room that I've been discussing. Uh, Note again that uh, we're not being permitted to talk about that. And... uh, Jake Sullivan has no relevant scientific expertise, but those who do, people like Daniel Anderson, are undoubtedly feeling either intimidated by some of the threats from the political right, or perhaps uh, seduced, and I don't mean you know, sexually, but professionally, and perhaps enticed by the possibility of riding on the government gravy train, because there's all this money being doled out for uh, research on epidemiology, uh, vaccines, treatments, you name it. So uh, going along with the program, as President Eisenhower warned in that uh, farewell address warning about the national um, but the military-industrial complex, there is plenty of uh, <laughs> momentum uh, to be taken into account uh, to come up with yet the lab leak theory, the intimidation of virologists and uh, the seduction, perhaps, with uh, the prospects of lots of money for people with the, the scientific expertise to uh, evaluate this. And I, again, I see... The shift in uh, both the journalistic coverage, where we have people like Jake Sullivan being taken seriously, and the fact that now, yep, 52% of the American public feel that the lab leak theory is the most prob- you know, most probable explanation, as though they would have any idea. <laughs> it, it, it's disturbing. And again, note the role of Johns Hopkins and uh, the opaque nature of research uh, of the type that Dr. Merkula spoke about to FOIA requests and uh, the seduction of uh, government grants that President Eisenhower warned about. Between that and the threats to virologists, uh, I think it is very unlikely that uh, we will see anything but uh, the way that I predicted it will come out, be, again, it will be, well, maybe it was a lab leak, but maybe it was a natural origin, but the Chinese just won't open up, so we really can't know, but, you know, with the exception of Chinese, they're no good, they're liars, blah, 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 and that will be the way both the political, quote, center, unquote, the, quote, respectable, unquote, Biden administration, and uh, the, quote, respectable, unquote, uh, 
people uh, who are working under it, people like Avril Haynes, again, a China Hawk, and a key participant in Event 201, then that is... Uh, that is the way I see things coming out. So bear in mind the intimidation of virologists and the seduction of uh, the scientific and medical community by the enormous financial spigot that government contracts uh, offer uh, with regard to research into these very subjects. And again, bearing in mind how things like Event 201 could be seen as foreshadowing what was to take place, and I think that uh, some of the participants knew full well what was going to take place. I don't view that as a coincidence. It was helping to set the propaganda template in a fashion, as I have said in the past, not unlike the way the WACCFL, the core organization that was to coalesce into the World Anti-Communist League, helped to paint Oswald red. And remember the following from the defense one blog of June 21st of 2021, an article by Tara Kopp, COPP. This may not be the big one. Army scientists warn of deadlier pandemics to come. Well, I wonder if they bloody well are going to be creating uh, deadlier pandemics to come. Note the following, again, that the, in the as we have spoken about in previous programs and in our, really our last two shows, the last section of that article was called, well, if the lab leak theory is right, what's next? But there is no discussion of the lab leak theory in that conclusion. I think the implication is deadly indeed and really should be seen between the lines. Again, they're saying this may not be the big one. In past discussion of this article, I have used the vulgar military acronym BOHICA, B-O-H-I-C-A, standing for bend over, here it comes again. And I'm afraid, again, as it were, this may not be the big one. I'm afraid we're going to get the big one, and uh, hence BOHICA. And note the following from the Defense One article. We don't want to just treat what's in front of us now, Dr. Jamika Spatis Cullum said. I think we really need to be resilient. From an Army perspective, we need to be agile. We need to adapt to the threat that we don't know that's coming. That is disturbingly similar, although a little more compact, to the same verbiage that was used by Donald Rumsfeld, uh, chairman of the Board of Gilead Sciences, uh, uh, years ago. He was talking about terrorism, and he was parroted by the aforementioned Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance in an article that we had used from Independent Science News. Rumsfeld said, there are known knowns, there are things we know that we know, there are known unknowns. That is to say, there are things that we know we don't know, but there are also unknown unknowns, there are things we know we don't know. And Peter uh, Daveshek quoted that in the subsequent online discussion, Daveshek emphasized the parallels between his own crusade and Rumsfeld's, since according to Daveshek, quote, the potential for unknown attacks, unquote, meaning terrorist attacks, is, quote, the same for viruses, unquote. And again, uh, Dr. Demetra Stratus Cullen, we need to be agile. We need to adapt to the threat that we don't know that's coming. And the warning in this article, this may not be the big one. Army scientists warn of deadlier pandemics to come. I see this in the same 
frightening context as Event 201. Are they, in fact, going to be uh, giving us deadlier pandemics? Uh, are we going to get the big one, so to speak? I'm afraid that may be the case. Anyway, let's hope not. Uh, moving in that regard, though, coming the Winter Olympics are coming up in early 2022. They are going to be in China. And it would be really interesting if, quote, a deadlier pandemic, unquote, were to originate from China, from the Olympics, or if something happens at the Olympics. There certainly will be some sort of, at the very minimum, propaganda demonstrations. But uh, again, looking at the warning from Defense One, uh, this may not be the big one. Army scientists warned of deadlier pandemics to come. I wonder whether we're going to get the big one and uh, whether perhaps uh, the Olympics, the Winter Olympics in China, will be uh, one of the, well, a possible source for the big one that is coming. Now, again, bear in mind that uh, Abel Haynes, an avowed China Hawk, as we have seen, uh, is the Director of National Intelligence, and we are now seeing what I think was a predetermined, prescripted, deliberate shift by the American deep state from the, quote, unrespectable, unquote, Trump administration to the, quote, respectable, unquote, Biden administration. And, yep, the lab leak theory is now favored by 52% of the American public, largely because the Biden administration being, quote, respectable, unquote, is uh, certainly taking it more seriously. And now uh, Jake Sullivan said, well, I think it's just as likely as the natural origins. He has no scientific expertise. In a related issue, note the following, and again, bearing in mind the uh, root concept of the series I'm doing, the Oswald Institute of Virology, because I think the way things are developing, we almost are in Oswald world. Uh, I've spoken in the past about the ease with which cyber false flag operations can be crafted by any skilled operator, private or state actor, somebody who really knows what they're doing can uh, create an hack or a cyber incident that will be a cyber false flag operation because it, if you have the expertise, it's relatively easy to do. Uh, note the following from the New York Times of July 20th of 2021, yesterday's Western edition. This is by Zolan, Z-O-L-A-N, K-A-N-N-O hyphen Youngs, Y-O-U-N-G-S, and David E. Sanger. Uh, David E. Sanger is one of the Times journalists who very often puts his byline on uh, articles that are signaling deliberately or otherwise a national security direction or theme. U.S. and key allies accuse China in string of global cyber attacks. The Biden administration for the first time on Monday accused the Chinese government of breaching Microsoft email systems used by many of the world's largest companies, governments, and military contractors as the United States rallied a group of allies to condemn Beijing for cyber attacks around the world. Now, noting the following, uh, this is from the heavy blog of April 3rd of 2017. We've spoken about this in the past. This is by Stephanie Doob Dwilson, D-W-I-L-S-O-N. WikiLeaks Vault 7 Part 3 reveals CIA tool might mask hacks 
as Russian, Chinese, or Arabic, reads in part. This morning, WikiLeaks released part three of its Vault 7 series called Marble. Marble, M-A-R-B-L-E, reveals CIA source code files along with decoy languages that might disguise viruses, Trojans, and hacking attacks. These tools could make it more difficult for antivirus companies and forensic investigators to attribute hacks to the CIA. Could this call the source of previous hacks into question? It appears that, yes, this might be used to disguise the CIA's own hacks to appear as if they were Russian, Chinese, or from specific other countries. These tools were in use in 2016, WikiLeaks reported. It is not known exactly how this marble tool was actually used. However, according to WikiLeaks, the tool could make it more difficult for investigators and antivirus companies to attribute viruses and other hacking tools to the CIA. One more time. The tool could make it more difficult for investigators and antivirus companies to attribute viruses and other hacking tools to the CIA. Test examples weren't just in English, but also Russian, Chinese, Korean, Arabic, and Farsi. This might allow a malware creator to not only look like they were speaking in Russian or Chinese rather than in English, but to also look like they tried to hide that they were not speaking English, according to WikiLeaks. This might also hide fake error messages or be used for other purposes. Now, it should be noted a couple of things. As we looked at in our Surveillance Valley series, the Internet itself is not was not invented as some wonderful, new, heaven-sent communications uh, paradise. The Internet was developed by DARPA, that also was uh, researching bat-borne coronaviruses in China. Uh, it was developed by DARPA as part of the same overlapping series of projects that developed Agent Orange. The Internet is an information weapon whose purpose is, quote, counterinsurgency, unquote. It should also be noted that Online espionage is performed by all companies. It is definitely performed by China. It is definitely performed by Russia. It is definitely performed by the U.S. But when we see something like, again, U.S. and key allies accuse China in string of global cyber attacks, the Biden administration for the first time on Monday accused the Chinese government of breaching Microsoft email systems. Well, perhaps they did. But given... Again, from the heavy blog, this Stephanie Dube Wilson article, these tools could make it more difficult for antivirus companies and forensic investigators to attribute hacks to the CIA. Could this call the source of previous hacks into question? It appears that, yes, this might be used to disguise the CIA's own hacks to appear as if they were Russian, Chinese, or from specific other countries. I think we are rapidly emerging, or we maybe have already come into what, for lack of a better term, might be called Oswald world. We certainly know that uh, our government, including and especially CIA, has created and crafted deliberate lies in the past, Lee Harvey Oswald uh, being one of them. We've gone into 
uh, the painting of Oswald Red, the creating of his legend in, for the record, programs 925 and 926, among others, and also in our long series with Jim Diagenio. Uh, with the basic difficulty uh, of trace, uh, properly tracing a skilled cyber attack or malware uh, hack, uh, if if the operator really knows what they're doing, and then when you've got the CIA's online tools being crafted in such a way as to deliberately mask their efforts uh, as Russian, Chinese, or others, the possibility of a cyber false flag operation, the possibility, or I would view it as the disturbing, depressing certainty that we are now emerging into Oswald world, is something to contemplate. And again, bear in mind that the Director of National Intelligence, a very, very, very important individual, is Abel Haynes, key participant in Event 201 in, on October 18th of 2019 in New York, which forecast a deadly global coronavirus-caused pandemic. And then, wonder of wonders, miracle of miracles, just such a pandemic occurs. She is an avowed China hawk. She is Biden's director of national intelligence. She was deputy director of the CIA under Obama and uh, an individual whose tremendous skills and uh, consummate importance should be borne in mind as we watch events unfold. Again, we've spoken about an awful lot in this program. The uh, relevant documentary sources are printed in or will be printed in the written description for for the record 1193 and I am going to go into the long series that I'm going to be uh, in which we're going to talk about the modern past of China and in particular the narco-fascism of uh, Chiang Kai-shek and the Kuomintang because uh, really the history of modern China I think is best understood as a reaction to its relatively recent past, really the last 200 to 250 years, going back to the mid-19th century, and in particular what took place uh, prior to and during World War II uh, with both Chiang Kai-shek and with the Japanese, and what came out of that, because... Uh, I think to understand what is happening today, it is necessary to understand what happened yesterday. And we're going to begin a long series uh, about the uh, China's past. And indeed, one cannot talk about China and what it became without talking about Chiang Kai-shek, his narco-fascism. Uh, and, and indeed, one cannot talk about 20th century fascism without talking about Chiang Kai-shek. However, uh, again, when we see... Uh, the uh, the Biden administration flagging that yep you know the uh, the the lab theory these last two articles from KTVZ or the first two I should say KTVZ.com from July 16th senior Biden officials finding that COVID-19 lab leak theory as credible as natural origins explanation and then lo and behold until we we, we read that. Um, 
that uh, 52%, and according to a political Harvard poll, 52% of Americans, it's a political Harvard poll, most Americans believe COVID leaked from lab. Well, that was the idea. That is why the American deep state uh, is transitioning from the, quote, extremist, unquote, Trump administration to the, quote, respectable, unquote, Biden administration to do just that. And we are all out of time. This concludes for the record program number 1193. The Oswald Institute of Virology, Part 12, COVID-19 and the American Deep State, Part 4. This is being recorded on July 21st of 2021. I'm Dave Emery. Have fun.